You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Yeah, can you hear me now? Oh yeah. Okay. What now? Okay, uh, maybe I was a little far back. I think our mics are a little hot here. Hot mics start the start the show. Yep. So what are you doing? Nothing, dude. Just been uh hanging out. Uh, microwaved uh, a brat. Took a little cat nap. Microwaved a sausage. A leftover brat. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna grill some more burgers tonight. Oh, fuck yeah, you're really hitting the grill hard on this July? Oh yeah, just a grill fest. That's good. I uh, like it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been decent. I love brats, man. That's like, that's gotta be top five on the grill. Oh yeah. They're just so good. They really are. Uh, what, do you, what do you usually get? Uh, I, I got no go-to yet. I'm still young in the game. Uh, but you, you go Johnsonville or you go like the Kroger brand or the uh, King Supas brand or what do you do? Uh, I've done both. This last time around, I went Johnsonville. Time before that, I went uh, Supers Kroger. What do you think? I mean, I have more experience the second time around, so I, I cooked them better. Okay, so you cooked yeah. which which ones better? The Johnsonvilles? Yeah, the Johnsonvilles cooked better. Good. Yeah, those are the best. But the uh, the disadvantage with the Johnsonville is since they're curved, they're hard to uh, you know rotate and get the uh, it's get the sides of the corners. Oh, like you know, you know how brats have corners, Eric. Yeah, you're talking like it's more it's they're more banana shaped. Yeah. And the Kroger ones are just like schlongs. Yeah, they're just your classic dinks. Okay. Hot dog style. <laughs> okay. No, so I still don't, like, you're trying to get, you really only need to get two sides. Is it, you're trying to get all four? That's why it's attempting. I'm an amateur at this. I, I thought I had to get a nice char on all four sides. I mean, Maybe not char, but, you yeah. know, some, some color. Yeah, no, usually the color will creep its way around and you only really got to do two, but you could try it. I mean, I've done it. You can stand, on the one side, you can stand them up, but on the 
on the throat of the brat, if you will, <laughs> it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah, that'd be a pretty yeah, good balancing I, I act. Some, I try, I tried to like lean it and shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm a terrible grill expert, but Eric, this is a perfect opportunity for me to uh, tease the fact that we will be hosting cooking with short shorts with our friend Jason Texas Tan Man Tuna tonight. Oh no, next week. Oh, excellent, excellent. That's perfect. So, uh, fire I thought, grills. I thought you were going to uh, fucking talk about your main event mustard. Oh, no. My main, oh, that would be a perfect opportunity <laughs> for a main event mustard, but I'm not a mustard guy, Eric. Okay. No, but that's awesome. Do we do we know what we're talking about next week? Or is that a t- that that's to be seen? Or that's t- TBD. TBD. I said he can do some grill time favorite if he wants. A little, a little summertime grill action, but... It's it's open it's open to his interpretation. It's cooking with short shorts. You never know what's gonna happen in that kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun, man. We've been uh, we've been going real hard on this house shit, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is like it's super exciting. I'm not trying to act like a bummer. Like it's awesome, but it's a pain in the ass. But yeah, I could go for just, what I'm saying is, I can't wait to be settled in and just be able to take a chill Sunday and eat some brats and do the whole summer thing you know it's been hot oh, yeah. as, it's been hot as fuck out here though what's is denver like that yeah we uh we hit 100 yesterday yeah dude it's getting hot as shit yeah even the nights aren't as cold as they should be here i mean we're in the high desert so traditionally the nights will get down to like 60 degrees you get like what feels like a, a fall night almost in peoria yeah yep but uh last couple of days it's it's creeping down to maybe 70 like it's above room temperature outside at night time which that's 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 my solace yeah as a high desert plains boy yeah prairie dog in the high desert yeah (laughs) prairie dog in the high desert pulling (laughs) all-nighters um i dude i've been on facebook for the last two hours it's been horrible how can you spend two hours on Facebook? Because a uh, marketplace. I, I I mean, it's all my fault. I put up. I literally put. Have you ever sold anything on marketplace? No, I didn't even know this existed until a week ago when someone at work showed me it. I'm like, what the fuck's marketplace? It's essentially like yeah. a an uh, Craigslist or anything like, like Craigslist that. Craigslist through Facebook, right? Yeah, it's just like a Craigslist or any of those other. Yeah, you just buy and sell shit. Uh, so yeah, it's nothing, I mean, it's nothing against the, the app really. I don't, I mean, it's just like the rest of them, but just selling shit is extremely frustrating. I mean, it's horrible. And I put up like, I don't know, man, I I put up like 15 items or more, uh, in like a, in, in like a half an hour, an hour period. Uh Uh-huh. And then it just went bananas, dude. Phone, phone was, um, blowing up, dude. My my lap was bumping, okay. And I yard sale almost your fire sale. Yeah, it was a fire sale. I'm glad you said that because it it really is. I mean, these prices are ridiculous. This is like that's the kind of mood I'm in. Like, no shit needs to go. We're moving. Come get this fucking shit. Yeah, it's ten bucks. You you read right, motherfucker. People are like, yeah. people are like, are you? It's ten dollars. I'm like, yeah, fucking ten bucks, dude. 
$10. Come over here for 10 bucks and get this shit. <laughs> and they still and they still want to talk about it forever. It's like that's what's pissing me off. Like I get it. Like they don't understand that I'm talking to 40 people at the same time. Yeah. Oh, uh, interestingly enough, I've I've heard a lot of stories lately of people complaining about buying and selling shit either on Marketplace or Craigslist, and the same stories on both ends. You know, like either the the seller isn't being transparent, or like in your case, it's just a bunch of idiots. Like, oh, I'll be there in ten minutes, and like never show up. Yeah. And other people are just like, ah, we'll see. And then they show up at your front door five minutes later. Yeah, I mean, some people are, I mean, it's it ranges, everything you can think of is there. I mean, you got the people that just say, is this item available? And you're like, yes. And then you never hear from them again. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad you checked in on me, you fucking asshole. Yeah. And then you, Wasting our time. Yeah. And then you get like. Like, this lady just did me so dirty, dude. Like, it took everything I could to not go insane. It's just, like, <laughs> it's not worth it, but, like, sometimes it's very hard for me to hold back. But she she went, she, this is what she did to me. She wanted more pictures. They always want more pictures. It's like, what the fuck do you, what do you want to see? It's a fucking chair. It's got four legs and you sit in it. You need any more fucking details? For real. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, so she wants more... Or no, so this is how it goes. She says, I, I just wish there was more pictures. And I was like, well, what do you want to see? I can get more pictures. I just want this thing gone. And and mind you, this thing's up for like $15. And it's a nice-ass chair. Like, it's it's worth 15 bucks any day of the week. I'm just like... She's like, I want more pictures. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, and does it have a, a footstool? And I'm like, no, it doesn't have a footstool. I don't know where it went. Somebody probably took it or who knows, you know, no footstool. Yeah. It's, it's like a glider rocking chair. It'd be good for like a nursery, you know, or something to rock a baby. Uh, oh, I gotcha. But anyway, the, the footstool's gone. So I said, no footstool. What do you want to see? I'll get you more pictures. Well, I just wanted to see uh, under the cushions to see if it's worn out or not. So I go downstairs, I pop off the cushions, and I take the pictures, and I send them to her, and then walk upstairs, and then the cell phone blowing up again. And I look at it, it's like, I really want one with a footstool, but thank you. I'm like, I told you that before I got the pictures. Why the fuck did you make me take the pictures? She got cold feet, Eric. <sighs> she, got on, she got off the phone with you, and she's like... Damn it, I really wanted one with the footstool. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I, I, I don't care. I, I, I'm not going to wait for him to call me back. I'm just going to text him. Well, no, it's all over. I mean, one lady gave me her phone number, but it's traditionally it's all over message, which I agree makes the choice annoying. Oh, I, yeah. Then So you got to open up the app. and. Yeah. I like the, I just like the call, you know? Yeah. Or when I'm the buyer, when I'm the buyer, I usually just say, uh, "Yeah, I want to look at it. Where are you at?" And just immediately go. Save yeah. save all your fucking questions about dimensions and about how old it is and about it, you know blah blah blah. Like save all that for face to face interaction. Yeah. Like I'm not at that point. Like it's it's not like I'm playing around. Like I'm ready to buy. So yeah, why don't I just come to you and we can have all that all that talk face to face. 
And then because, I, Eric, people treat this the same as online shopping, and people have gotten so spoiled with online shopping, so they want all the details, and they, they don't want to fucking lift a goddamn foot. Yeah, you're right. It's it, it's so frustrating. They don't want to... They It's like they don't even actually want to buy. They just want to talk about it. And they, yeah, they are treating me like Amazon. Like, no, this is not browse and ask a million questions. Like, do you want it or not? It's really... I don't know, man. It's my fault, but... Eric, whatever. you know what my Facebook marketplace is? What? At least pre-COVID, it was the dumpster right out back. <laughs> I've taken plenty of things there. They disappear within a couple hours. Yeah. I've got numerous furniture items that I'm looking at right now sitting in my apartment. Hell yeah. A TV. Perfectly functional TVs I'm staring at right now. Hell yeah. See from, I- from this Facebook marketplace. See, yeah, there's, no, there's no phone calls necessary. No face-to-face interaction with anyone. You just go Nothing. out. If there's something there, you nap. Nothing. I love that. I love that. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna do the same thing tomorrow. I'm very excited. I have a whole pile of free shit, and I'm just gonna put it all in, on the end of my driveway. Like, yeah, just lay it out there, man. People, people will find it. Yeah, you see the, You hear that right now? Listen. Oh, there it was. You hear that beep? I cannot hear the beep. It's probably one of these weirdos calling me. I'm not answering. Uh, you, you got more <clears throat> more buyers? But nobody has my phone number. I don't know. Unless this is one of those, who knows? I'm just not going to answer. I'll call it back later. <clears throat> but no, I love that. Tomorrow I'm going to I'm gonna do that. And then I'm going to put a post up that just says, like, free. And it has all the pictures no need to message me. Do not contact me. No delivery. No BS. It's here if you want it. You have to physically come get it. Yeah. No questions. Now, now uh, <laughs> action might be down a little bit just because of the COVID. Like, people are a little paranoid about taking other people's shit. Yeah, but the uh, the weirdos like that love that shit, they are thirsty, man. Like, everybody who has a garage sale, it blows up. Oh, uh, really? So, you know, you like... More so than normal in Peoria? Yeah, because it's like, it, well, normally in Peoria you get the casuals, like people like, you know, I would stop at a garage sale if I, you know, if I drove by and saw something I might be interested in, I'll pull over. That's true. But like in this, in this case, like you're really just getting the diehards, like that population of people that buy everything for no reason. Yeah, the hoarders. They're basically hoarders. I mean, some of them disguise it and other bullshit, but yeah, hoarders. So yeah, the hoarders, dude, like, every time there's a garage sale, that shit is bumping. Those the hoarders are dying to get out there and buy some dumb shit. So, I think it'll work, especially in, I've done this free technique before, and it's crazy, man. People, when it's free, they just come there and grab it. They don't even need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. They just want it. There's no risk. <clears throat> Zero risk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess there's a, I mean, with COVID, there's a little risk, but essentially, other than that, zero risk. Yeah. So... Yeah. So that's a, that's a third COVID mention of the podcast, mm-hmm. Bobby. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. Yeah, we haven't talked <laughs> about the, we haven't mentioned the COVID in a long time. I figure there's enough press on that. Yeah. But, well, uh, <clears throat> anyway, wrestling. They're wearing masks. Uh, where I didn't see any. I didn't see a damn thing this week, except I did see one thing. But um. The wrestlers are wearing masks? No, no, I misspoke. The audience members 
it, it, there's nothing about it being mandatory, but this week there was probably about nine people out of ten wearing masks, whereas last week it was one or two of them. Okay. And they, they got their Raw and SmackDown masks, their WWE-sponsored masks. Some of them just have traditional masks, but some of them are plugging. Did, uh, did anything good happen? Like, how was the week? Uh, it's, it's, it's getting better. It's not great, but it's getting better, Eric. There's some juice. Speaking of the juice, uh, wh- where is, like, what's going on with Jeff Hardy and uh, Sheamus? I'm glad you asked, Eric, because this week, Sheamus was hosting a toast to Jeff Hardy. You <laughs> ask yourself, what the hell is that? <laughs> this was the main event of SmackDown. Yeah, I kind of like that, actually. So, Jeff Hardy comes out to the ring where there's a, a, a little mini bar with a bartender. You know, like a fancy waiter that has the uh, napkin draped over his forearm. Oh, yeah. So, you have that, and Jeff's just, like, talking to Seamus. Seamus isn't out there yet. Jeff's just talking to him. He's like, I know I got... I know you're trying to break me. Come on, just bring it on. What do you got? What, what is this crap? Then Seamus pops up on Zoom. He's hanging out at home. Okay. He's got his own bar. Okay. <laughs> so he just arranges this. He's not even in building. Yeah. How do you have a toast to Jeff Hardy if you're not even there? Yeah, that's stupid. Especially as the main event of SmackDown. So he's he's just trying to be little Jeff Hardy and you know do the whole yeah you're an addict. You, you, you can't help you know you want to put your lips on that bottle and Jeff's just like not breaking and shit and then uh, as Seamus gives some sort of silent cue to the uh, bartender this bartender gets super close to Jeff Hardy and puts this thing of champagne like fucking six inches in front of Jeff Hardy's face like, there's a difference between offering and literally shoving this in the dude's face. It's just <laughs> sitting there, being presented, like, you know, right yeah. in front of your fucking nose. Yeah. And, you know, the crowd's getting into this. They don't know what to think. They're, they're, they're booing. They're like, no, no. Jeff Hardy eventually, he takes the champagne and he toasts Seamus. It dumps down the bartender's head. As the bartender... Looks away, Jeff Hardy takes one of the fifths from the mini bar, busts it over the bartender's head, and then delivers a swanton to the bartender. Hell yeah. So did the bartender clearly look like a wrestler, or what What he look like? Yeah, he's definitely at, on the athletic side. He was wearing uh, fluffy pirate shirts, Jerry Seinfeld style, so he couldn't really tell. Yeah, but he was somebody. Yeah, he was definitely a young, athletic type. Hell yeah. Hopefully that's like a... I hope that was like a local guy, like enhancement talent, as they call him. Yeah. Be... Like um, the five-star, six-star booty? Yes, yes. Like JT Energy was on Raw. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that would be a legendary story. Like, he was the bartender that got swantoned. That's, yeah, that's gotta be dangerous. I mean, there's broken glass all over the place. And then he's taking a swanton... And there's still broken glass right all. Like, yeah. That seems pretty dangerous of a spot. Do they have, like, gimmick glass, or how's that work, you think? I mean, this looked and sounded real. 
But I'm, I'm sure they do. But I mean, does wrestling use them? I don't know. I've never heard anything about that. I I know uh, when they used to throw people through the windows, that'd be like the already shat- pre-shattered glass or whatever. Yeah, where it just like falls into a million little like balls. Yeah, almost. Yeah, it just disintegrates into powder. Uh, so what? Uh, so, so, so that that's what's going on with the juice. But <laughs> Eric, okay, bro, bruh, bruh. Matt Riddle. We start, we start off this week of SmackDown with a bro interview with Michael Cole and the original bro, Matt Riddle. Okay. Was it anything <laughs> concerning? Because he just got me too'd. He got you what? I said he just got me too'd. Um, real did? Yeah, prior to this. But he. he, he bro. Yeah, he came out and. Uh, uh, he's he's denying it all the way, which I mean, who who the, I mean, I'm not here to to debate that. I have no idea, but uh, no. but um, yeah, apparently he did cheat on his wife with this girl, but it was all consensual, and uh, she's he just thinks she's like a scorn woman or whatever, uh, and his wife already knows about the affair, blah. blah. It doesn't matter, but th- it didn't have anything to do with that. No, and one way okay. or the other, we, we found out that he was not wearing shoes because he told <laughs> us in this interview that he never wears shoes. No, yeah, he's the broski. And he, he told this story from when he was a little kid. Like, he went off on this such a Spicoli-type rant. He was telling a story about how he was a little kid and his family would go up to vacation somewhere in Wisconsin, bro. <laughs> I don't know where he was, but it'd be really cold outside, and there'd be an indoor swimming pool, bruh. Hell yeah. He'd go in from going outside in the cold snow, and then coming back in and warming his feet up in the pool, bruh. Okay. And he said one time he uh, almost stayed out there too long, came back in, and his mom said, you about got frostbite. And he said they they were thinking of uh, amputating the bro's toesies, bruh. Oh, shit. He's going to get his toes amputated because they were too chilly? So, yeah, yeah. And ever since then, he hasn't worn shoes because shoes give him that same burning feeling that he got when he came back in the peel and pool and had frostbite, bro. Oh, my God. Okay. So they had to find a way to explain his flip-flops. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think I needed an explanation. What's that? I said I didn't think I needed an explanation. I pretty much got it. I was just like, yeah. I was just like, oh, he's a laid back Spicoli type of guy. He doesn't wear; he just slip him on. That's why he wears them. Yeah, I, I didn't need the five minute backstory, but either way, uh, Corey popped in with quite the funny uh, tagline right after this interview because he's he's alone on commentary since Cole's in the ring. Corey just says, "What kind of family goes on vacation to Wisconsin?" I mean, Wisconsin Dells, right? That's the only thing people go to? that That's what I assume. We never said the Dells, but we all got to assume the Dells, right? Yeah, yeah oh yeah, we got to assume. But I agree with them. It's kind of like Joe Keem Noah in Cleveland. You guys think Wisconsin's cool? Yeah. It was, the, the, everything about Wisconsin makes me sick, actually. 
I don't think I'd ever want to live in Wisconsin. Dang it. Wisconsin. The side tangent about Wisconsin, Wisconsin. It has affected my attitude towards Otis, which is a sad thing. Oh, because he's a Packers fan? Yeah. I don't want it to, but... <sighs> yeah. Some of it, you should have mentioned that. Yeah, no, you should never mention that. What are they doing? Same old same? They were uh, MIA this time, but that that wasn't all from the Riddle segment, Eric, because oh. Corbin interrupted. Okay. And then uh, Corbin's just like uh, getting on Riddle because Riddle attacked him last week like when everyone on SmackDown was ganging up on Corbin at the end of the night. Riddle got him a couple of cheap shots. Not cheap shots, but Corbin thinks they're cheap shots. Yeah. So uh, he starts insulting Riddle and shit, classic Corbin. And uh, Riddle wants to fight him, but instead of fighting Corbin, Corbin says Riddle can fight John Morrison. So Riddle and Morrison fight, and Riddle wins that. And then AJ attacks Riddle. Not really sure why. I guess they still have... Riddle doesn't know who he has beef with yet. I think Corbin would be a great first opponent for him, but it could be kind of uh, out of his league. Yeah. I mean, AJ AJ would be sweet, but that's too quick. You know? Yeah, yeah, I don't think AJ would be a good first opponent. No, I think it's too quick. But yeah, Corbin might be alright. I mean... He's a really good heel, so if you want, yeah. if you want to make a really good baby face, yeah. So I hope they set something up there for Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules Horror Show, Jeff. We got, uh, we had pretty good ratings last week. Actually, beat uh, Tony Khan. We actually beat AEW. What our podcast did? Yeah, in ratings, in the mail uh, demo, uh, uh, eighteen to. Th- to 49. I believe it. So, uh, I think it was because the word whore was in the title. So, I think that's the that's the direction from here. For the next couple weeks, we, we keep peppering in uh, specific phrasing to build our audience. You told me this after I went up a uh, little bit of a masquerade earlier. We're probably going to get heads turned off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, what were we talking about before? I just... When you, oh, you said you said something about Extreme Rules. I don't know why it reminded me of the horror show, but... Okay. Uh, is there anything... Has there anything been added? My internet's not working right now. To the uh, to the Extreme Rules card, like anything on SmackDown that you remember? Anything added to the Extreme Rules card? You mean? Yeah, Extreme Rules Horror Show. Extreme Rules Horror Show card. Yes. Um, Bailey and Nikki Cross have a title match. I don't know if that was official or not. Okay. No, we already knew about Bailey and Nikki Cross. Yeah, I think we knew about that. Yeah. Uh, I really haven't been paying much attention to the car, but there is another horror show aspect coming into play on Raw. Okay, let's hear about it. I'm excited. This started off with the Kevin Owens show with Seth Rollins. Uh, 
Kevin Owens not medically cleared apparently, but he's hosting the show. Uh, and Seth Rollins is in a uh, uh, a story with Rey Mysterio, right? Correct. Okay. Where he, uh, you know, he kind of scratched Rey Mysterio's eye on the steel steps, and Rey's been out, and he threatened to do the same thing with Dominic and getting Dominic <laughs> involved and everything. Okay. Spitting this Messiah shit. Okay, I'm sure you'll get to it, but I want to hear about the eye for an eye match because I did hear something about that. That that is the that is the punchline of the story. Okay. Um. Yeah, Ray and Dominic come out, and uh, Ray accepts the match with Seth at at Extreme Rules, and then um, KO volunteers to tag with Ray Mysterio against Rollins and Murphy because there's some shit talking, and during the shit talking, uh, they're like, hey, why don't we put the stipulation of our Extreme Rules match on the line? So the winner of this tag match, Ray and Kevin Owens versus Rollins and Murphy, gets to pick the stipulations. Okay. Uh, Ray, Ray and KO end up winning this, and Ray proposes an eye-for-an-eye match. We have no explanation what that means, but, I mean, use your imagination. Someone's getting their eye torn out. <laughs> Damn, Vader, big big Van Vader style. Seriously. Uh, I so I wish I my internet was working because somebody was saying like like oh AEW already did that and I'm like what how do they already I don't even know what an eye for an eye match is. So do you know anything about that part of the story? About AEW doing it? Yeah. No, I haven't. I mean. You, you know my AEW coverage. I'm a loyalist. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't watch it either. But I don't have the opportunity to. If I did, I probably would. I would. At least I would like kind of. I don't know. If I had time, I would. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm totally a hater on it. I don't like it from what I've seen. Um, yeah. But you know, if if I had the opportunity, if it was like on Hulu, I'm saying like SmackDown is and Raw is. If I had a bo- a night where I had nothing to do, I'd probably watch something. But no, I just... hey, well, I'm still trying to fit NXT and, and failing to do so on a weekly basis. So oh, yeah. Speaking of that, the Great American Bash did really well. Did you catch any of that? No, that was just a uh, normal NXT on USA that they titled the Great American Bash. This wasn't a pay per view or anything. Okay. This is just their Wednesday night episode that was on. I want to say the 8th, no, not the 8th, the 1st of July, I guess that would have been. But was it when, Was it Wednesday and Thursday, or what? I, th- I heard it was a two-night extravaganza. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, my, cable, my DVR only recorded one day's worth of NXT, so if it was the next day, then it had a different title. Huh. Or my DVR just didn't know to... Recorded. Okay. I'm not there. Okay. I, I, I'm useless as far as that information is concerned. Oh, well, I am too. I mean, I don't. I was just curious if you heard anything about that, but uh, I, I did hear it was really good. And uh, I know. Are you gonna watch it, or you, you want spoilers? No, spoil it. I already deleted it. Uh, Keith Lee. I guess is now two belts, Keith Lee. Because he won against, uh, who is the current champ? Adam Cole Bebe? Yeah. 
the NXT Championship? Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be beeping me, Wagner. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're putting a lot of gas on Keith Lee. I'm pretty well, sure. I mean, rightfully so. I'm just surprised, like, of all the times to take the belt off, Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been calling for that for like a year and a half. It seems like. Yeah. And they they do it on a non takeover and not even a pay per view. Okay, now now we're bridging into what I did what I did for wrestling this week, Jeff. Should we take it there? Absolutely. Because what you said there, a non pay per view. So it's interesting that this just happened because <clears throat> I I found out through uh, Jim Ross. You know what I mean? Main event mustard, Jeff. Ch- main of, yeah, main event mustard. Main Jim. event mustard. Uh, Chipotle ketchup. Uh, JR's original barbecue. And, um, dang, I don't remember that. I think there is a fourth one. But anyway. Of course there is. On his uh, podcast, he was doing a review of what was, at the time, the most viewed wrestling television program in history. Uh, they also had a massive crowd, but I don't know how those numbers stack up. But a, but a huge fucking crowd. Uh, was they were doing a, a, a Monday Night Nitro um, recap, and it happened to be what well, caught my eye is because it happened to be on your birthday seven six. So happy bir- happy belated birthday from the Boom DDT podcast, Jeff. Hey, thank you. <laughs> so it caught my eye. I was like, oh, that's Jeff's birthday seven, and it was so it was July sixth, nineteen ninety eight, and this was a also. Not a pay-per-view, but it was uh, Goldberg's first title shot versus Hulk Hogan in the main event. Oh, man. So, also very strange to not do on a pay-per-view, but... um, I mean, they were owned by a television company, so I guess not that weird. Yeah, and especially in those days, that that was when WWE was starting to win the Monday Night Wars, or at least take take hold of the Monday Night Wars in their favor. So... Yeah, this is both, after... Both uh, companies were more eager to do shit on a Monday Night Raw or a Monday Night Nitro than on pay-per-views back in the day. You had to be spontaneous to get yeah. the viewers. Yeah. So this is a show <clears throat> for any of the casual fans that are listening and like to just go back and watch random shit. I, re- I recommend this one. It was a lot of fun. It had a lot of the stupid... Uh, WCW shit that they're known for that, you know, would eventually cause their demise, but it had a lot of good shit, too. You get a good look at the roster, and it's just unbelievable at that time. I mean, you had, like, Booker T, you had Bret Hart, Hogan, Nash. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whole, you know, like, it was when their roster was the best it ever was. And Goldberg, obviously. And fucking Goldberg, dude, was over as shit right now. Oh, yeah. Like, this is his peak. Like, watch this episode to see why the fuck Goldberg is still talk is still making millions off of a like a <laughs> like a fucking year and a half run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. But if you go, if you want to go back and see why, this will show you why because it's it is Stone Cold level pops. Or not, <clears throat> Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah, like these are these are top of the line pops. The pop when he so I'll just kind of go through the night. It starts out with, uh, and I'm just going. I don't. I didn't write anything down. So it starts out with uh, Hogan and Bischoff do a uh, a little uh, promo in the ring, and he's basically like Goldberg versus Hogan has already been booked, but he's gonna go in the ring and he's gonna do the classic like. This match isn't going to happen. Like, if you want to get to me, you got to go through blah, blah, blah first. You know, like that classic angle. Yep. <clears throat> so he's like, you're going to have to go through one of my NWO brothers, brother. And he just keeps saying, brother. yeah, he keeps saying that. He won't tell you who it is. But he does say that, like, he's been gone for a while. So I guess you could probably guess if you were watching wrestling at the time. Because at this time, Scott Hall was, had been gone. Wow. Uh. On injury, or I don't really fucking know, but he just keeps saying. So anyway, we get we come to find out that he has to face Scott Hall first to get to Hogan later on. So the Scott Hall match is pretty good. Um, there's a Ao, yeah Ao. <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a Dean Malenko Booker T match that's really fucking good. Oh, Dean Malenko is one of the best in ring tacticians. Oh, he he was so good, the Ice Man. I love that nickname, dude. When I when I hear of uh, Chuck Liddell, I'm like, dude, he he's that Chuck Liddell. Are you talking about that sissy UFC stuff? He he ain't the Ice Man. The Ice no. Man is Dean Malenko. Yeah, but Dean That was a great fucking match. Uh, by the way, the whole commentary team is in tuxedos. Like this is a they've they've gone all out for this fucking pay-per-view man. They got the Georgia Dome packed. Like it is a huge crowd. And they do the sweeping crowd shots, you know how they do. And oh yeah. It just looks but great. But this is, this is a nitro. This isn't a pay-per-view, right? Yeah, this is a nitro, but I'm saying okay. like they're just clarifying. They're going all in like it's pay-per-view style. Yeah, they they're they're treating it like a WrestleMania. Exactly. Everybody's in tuxedos. Um, the first match I think is, uh, Raven versus, um, Canyon. Do you remember him? Oh yeah. Chris Canyon. Yes. Raven versus Canyon. And this is a crazy match. He does. There's a spot where they do a, uh, a superplex, but it's a middle rope superplex, but it's through uh, a chair. And I don't mean like the chairs laid flat on the ground. Like, I mean, they rarely, I don't think they do it today, but the one where they set the chair up and then throw them through it. Which way was the chair facing? 
Uh, it was like sideways. So the raven was supposed to put Canyon's back through like the seat of the chair. You know what I mean? I gotcha. And Without it, hitting the spine. Yeah. Isn't that okay. crazy? Dangerous fucking shit. That, that is, yeah, that is not safe. No, but he pulled it. Raven did, he did a good job. He got him there. I think I've seen lately, at least in like NXT or something, or maybe AEW or one of the two, I think I've seen them uh, do that shit with like two chairs, you know, like uh, ass to ass with the spines away from each other. Yeah, that probably is the safer way. It's a bigger target. Yeah, it gives you like a runway of sorts, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dangerous. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was, uh, JR didn't like it because they immediately went to t- chairs and tables and stuff too early in the night, which is, it's a fair criticism. But it was, it was an entertaining match. But then, uh, Perry Saturn comes in. I don't know the, the logistics of any of this beef, but. <laughs> Perry Saturn on the interference and then uh, pulls out a table and you could tell he like looks at it and like in his head he's like oh this is a real fucking table like he pulls out a real table like not a wrestling table and uh yeah picnic table yeah and tries to do a splash through it and just thump just ravens on it he tries to do this huge splash I mean from the tables on the outside and he's on the top rope so it's like a big one and, oh, it, and it just thumps. No, and the table doesn't even crack. That, that thing's made of wood. Real sturdy. <laughs> so that was uh, that was interesting. Carl uh, Malone and Diamond Dallas Page make several appearances throughout the show. Sweet Jesus. Carl uh, Malone and Diamond Dallas Page are set to face Hogan and Dennis Rodman at Bash in the Beach. Which is the following Sunday. So you get, you get a lot of them. You get, for some reason, in this angle, Carl uh, Malone's like a semi-truck driver. Like, not, like, he is Carl uh, Malone. Like, the, we know he's Carl Malone, but, I mean, he keeps driving semis for some reason. Like, there's footage of him and DDP supposedly uh, barreling down the fucking interstate with, like, a five-car, like, cop. Uh, you know, the cops around him. Just an escort or are they chasing? No, like an escort. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was Wait, cool. Who's driving? Malone? Malone, dude. Yeah, Malone's supposed to be the driver. DDP's riding shotgun with a shotgun? Hell yeah. About to bust, and the diamond cutter's over as fuck right now. People are loving <laughs> that, loving that diamond cutter in 98. It's insane to hear that DDP's that over. Yeah. You know, I was never a WCW fan, so when he came into WWE, it was used incorrectly. At first, he had the fucking creepy-ass rapey gimmick with uh, American Badass Taker and Taker's then-wife. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Uh, Yeah, and it just went downhill with the DDP storylines in WWE from then, so I've never, like, seen them in a completely over fashion. No, yeah, they're digging him here because Hogan's like you know the ultimate heel right now, and Rodman's a heel, you know. So they're supposed to be the good guys. Now, so uh, DDP's not affiliated with NWO. Never has been. Uh, not that I remember. 
at this point, there's like NWO, Black and White, NWO, Wolfpack, and then WCW. So, oh, Jesus so, yeah, so like if Goldberg... This starts to get confusing, huh? Yeah, so, yeah, at this point, the, like you said, that they've, they're out of the 86 weeks. They beat WWE consistently, and uh, both companies are, like you said, both companies are kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And at this point, the NWO is kind of... Uh, it's not what it was, you know what I mean? There's a bunch of clowns in it, and it really, yeah. it really, it's really watered down at this point. Yeah, it's just, it just got too <clears throat> large for its own good. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't think there's any other. Uh, Jericho's got cool parts in this episode. Lion Tamer? No, he's under. He's Jericho. He's got a sick shirt, dude. It says, like, Monday Night Nitro is Jericho or something. Oh man, that's something you didn't hear too often. No, uh, I mean, coming yeah. from a WWE loyalist. Exactly. So, anyway, I'll get to the main event, but it's a it's a good watch, dude. I, I'd recommend this. They had like the Nitro Girls. I don't know if you remember them, but that was a great idea, dude. They had the <laughs> they had the Nitro Girls out there like five different times. Uh, they had this thing this they were doing that was called like the Nitro Party and like. You would send in videos of you and your buddies having like watch parties, and then they would pick uh, a winner, and then the Nitro Girls and Mean Gene would come to your house and host. Oh, sweet Jesus! And host like a Nitro party, you know. So they had. This, this is sounding less like wrestling and more like Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you remember how wrestling was back then? No, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not acting as if WWE was any any better in any sense. No, yeah. This is, I mean, they know their demo. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the main event was, it's a great, it's a really good match, dude. Like, I was super surprised. Like, it starts out Hogan uh, and Goldberg, like, actually having, like, a good match. Like, you're actually into it. Like, you, you remember why people loved Goldberg, like, at this point, he's young. He he is what he is, which is just like the you know the ultimate beast, you know. And he's and he's only got like a couple moves, but it doesn't matter because that's all he does, and he's okay at it. And then the veterans are kind of helping him through matches. You know, you can tell. Yeah, I mean, and it it's good shit. It's a great fucking match. And then they pull a classic WCW. It's the most fr- <laughs> like when you see this scene. It luckily it's only like. 15 seconds but you'll want to blow your brains out like it's infuriating so hogan goes for uh the leg drop you know he sets him up like he always did you know just the 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 scoop up power slam hits the ropes leg drop and then he stands up and he knows like hey man it's goldberg like one's not gonna do it so he hits the ropes again leg drop and then uh it's like a classic AEW or WCW move. Like, out of nowhere, for no fucking reason, like, the crowd is so into it. Like, anytime Goldberg even hits, like, a clothesline, dude, it's like a stone-cold pop. Like, they are just dying for this guy to steal this title. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when uh, The Rock would do his multiple punches. Like, as soon as he threw that first strike and cocked back for the second one, the crowd would go absolutely ape shit. Yeah. So that's what's happened. I mean, we're in it. 
and then this is what they do. They hit the two they hit the two leg drops and then like Kurt Henning or something comes running in for the interference. And it's just like what the fuck? And the camera is off of the match when Goldberg kicks out of the two leg drops. Oh no. Isn't that some some straight bullshit? Oh, you you put on tuxedos and <laughs> give us a whole night with the Nitro Girls having Hooters wings at your house, and then you don't get the camera on the two count. Yeah, the 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 false finish, man. Goldberg kicks out at two, but we don't even see it. We're looking at like Kurt Henning or somebody coming down the ramp, and oh, it's infuriating. Bischoff's head probably exploded in the back. Well, I mean, the, the fact that they didn't get the yeah the that that technical director probably got fired. But I mean, even just to book this run in pissed me off. Like, yeah, like it was no, good. that's not a smart decision in the first place. But that's your classic no decision without yeah. uh, making anyone uh, look bad. Yeah, yep. So luckily, it all filters out quick and. It goes back and you get, you know, the the finish you expect, which is the, uh, the spear followed by the jackhammer, and uh, it's a quality of jackhammer. You know, he holds him up high. It's delayed for like seven seconds, probably. And, he's, he's holding that hot dog vertical. Yeah, vertical hot dog, and uh, gets the three count in the crowd. I mean, it's one of the. It's one of the... They were reading Dave Meltzer's, like, review of it, and he said it's one of the biggest pops in the history of the business, and it is if fucking place goes apeshit, dude. Man, you can can not replicate how hype wrestling was in 98. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's I I totally believe every, like... History. Like, in hindsight, we look as WCW or the perception that WWE is thrown out there is WCW was competitor, but kind of lesser than. Oh, yeah. And this was not the case in 1998. <clears throat> yeah, which it, it, you could argue that, and that's definitely tr- true in a lot of ways. But, yeah, you can see that they did have a couple of homegrown stars. Yeah. No, so, WCW, <clears throat> I think they were... Absolutely solid, like, on even footing with WWF. Oh, yeah. And, like, it, it was actual competition. As, as the Loyals back in the day, I, I would flip channels over to Nitro, and I'd see the hype-ass crowd. I'm like, why are these people this hype for these punks? I want to watch Stoke Cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it was, it, you're right, I mean, there's a lot of legitimacy there, because they're stone-cold level pops, and granted, they are in Atlanta, which is like the home of WCW. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's, it's everything set up to succeed, I mean, they knew what they were doing, uh, but it, it totally worked, I mean, he got the, Goldberg got his first title, I think it was like his 107th match, even though those numbers are fudged, but... You know, at this point, he hadn't lost, is what I'm saying. Yeah, the streak was well underway. Yeah, the streak was well underway. Uh, so, so yeah. they have some catchphrase called it, like, the streak versus the belt or anything like that? No, no. I, I don't, uh, that's what I was thinking, the same thing. Like, I wonder when they announced this. You know? I'm, I'm sure they had to give it at least a week. Yeah, you would think. 
But it's just so weird they did it at the Go Home show. <clears throat> you know, but like we talked about it, it's a television company. Yeah. So they're looking for, you know, badass ratings. Absolutely. So, but yeah, if it, that's a good one for any casual fan. Just want to take a night to watch some wrestling. It's got, it's just a fun show. It's got a lot of nonsense and a lot of what made WCW horrible and a lot of what made WCW extremely likable. You know, it's got both. Both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good one. So that's the only thing I watched this week. Just because he I, said he said uh, Raw on that same night was good as well, right? Yeah. So Jr. said that on Raw. So this is a pretty pivotal night in wrestling history. It turns out Jeff's birthday back in 1998. It's a good day. It was a good. It was a hell of a day. What? How old would we have been? Uh, I would have been turning nine. Okay. And uh, the Bulls would have just had their uh, second three-peat. Yep. Yep. And w- w- that's another thing I thought about. Was that versus the Jazz? Like, how funny would that be? Yeah. Yeah, it was. The finals was versus the Jazz. And, De- like, Dennis Rodman went MIA on the team to go do wrestling. Yeah. So, that's another little piece that's crazy. I mean, think about that. Like, two guys in the NBA Finals were wrestling. Uh, I don't know. Like, Carl Malone. I don't know if his was during the Finals or after the Finals. But still, they, they had that. They, you know, that's obviously the feud. Dennis yeah. Rodman, who had faced Carl Malone in position and in the Finals two years in a row. Yeah. You know, both playing that power forward yeah. position. Yeah. It is They're going at each other for <clears throat> rebounds. It is a great story. Like, as far as... Because you know those matches always suck. Like, it just has to be done so... You really have to try to, like, make the people that aren't wrestlers hide or, you know, however you want to do it. But it's usually terrible. But it is a great backstory. No, it's... It's, it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, so that <clears throat> excuse me, that night uh, on Raw was the debut of Cactus Jack. Bang bang. Yep, and then they had, uh, damn, the Brawl for All, right? The Brawl for All, where real fighting meets WWF, and people get injured, and it's not fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. And then they had DX doing uh, an impersonation of uh, the Nation of Domination. Oh, God, yes. Classic. Yeah, so uh, all moments that are, are known by the wrestling community. So a pretty big fucking pretty big fucking Monday night back in 1998. X-Pac was wearing blackface. Oh, my God, was he? During, that, during the Nation of Domination uh, yeah. thing, yeah. You think they took that off the network, or it's still there? Ooh, it's probably still there. I bet you it's still there. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was. He, I, th- I think he was pretending to be Mark Henry. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't hold up too well these days. No. Um. So yeah, that's that's what I did this week because I couldn't get to. It. I just figured, you know what? This is relevant because it was on Jeff's birthday. It'll be something good to talk about if this week sucks. No, Eric, that's, that's a hell of a... 
hell of a treat. I'm definitely going to at least fall asleep to that one once this week. If anything, just fucking, like, if you're on a time crunch, just go ahead and, you know how the WWE, the network has that nice feature where you can go to the exact match. So, uh, yeah, if the, if the format will actually work. Yeah, so if that works, just go to the main event. I mean, you'll, I think you'll be impressed at uh, how well, like, because we, because, you know, if you didn't watch Goldberg at this time, you've, you've probably seen a lot of crappy Goldberg matches, especially recently. Yeah. Oh yeah. His his yeah his old run in WWE wasn't so bad, but uh, you know the recent shit. I mean he's old and everything that comes with that. But uh, I think you'd be surprised at how well he was doing when he was with a veteran like Hogan to guide him through everything. Like it it was a good match. They didn't need that fucking run in at all. It's infuriating. Yeah, you know he didn't he didn't have that uh, stigma with the fans with the marks. At least, yeah, openly as you do now, where people will uh, just give up on a mid match and lose all kayfabe, like just boo him because he's not a true wrestler. Yeah, I mean, there's truth to that, but still, like at this time, he was just a force to be reckoned with. He was a it was the street versus the belt. Yeah, it was just a, yeah, it's just an all out animal. I mean, that's how he was booked. And it worked, man. He was fucking strong, and he had his couple of moves, and that's all you needed, you know? Yeah, for sure. People wonder if it worked. It's like, well, this dude's still making millions off of that one-and-a-half-year run. Yeah. So I'd say the booking was decent. Oh, yeah, it worked out for Goldberg, for sure. <laughs> so we only got about five minutes left, Jeff. Do you have anything else from the week that was? Yeah, there's a couple of points from uh, Raw that I'd like to touch on. Okay. I don't know if Apollo Crews is injured. I didn't catch the full story. But MVP and Lashley were out there, and they present what appears to be a new U.S. title. Yes. And it it's, it's a brand new belt. MVP is donning it right now, but... Uh, it seems to be, like, just for decoration because Apollo Crews is still the champion, I believe. Yeah, he is. So why did they present it? And why wasn't he involved? And when did he get injured? These are all questions. Yeah. <laughs> so and I have answers to none. So uh, my comment is uh, this, this belt... Classic Mark Common, but this belt sucks. Okay, I knew you were gonna. I knew you weren't gonna like it. I I actually think it's. I like it, but they blew it. Well, let me tell you where they blew it. Is uh, when you first like, if you were a hundred yards away from that fucking belt, all you would see is champion. Yeah. Like it just says champion, really fucking big. It's like yeah, we know he's a champion. It's a belt. Yeah. I mean, what kind of champion is he? Like he, he he yeah, he's a champion. He's wearing the belt. What do you like the the champion is in bold block letters and it's way too big. Like other than that, I, other than that, I'm cool with it. Like I like gold belts. Like the big gold belt was my favorite belt of all time. Absolutely, the one that Goldberg just won. But really, uh, I mean, I always liked it since Ric Flair always had it. I mean, they, they they had that one in WWF that was really sick. 
So it's debatable. I know which one you're talking about, the WWF World Title. Yeah. So it's it's debatable, but I always like that one. So I'm okay with a lot of gold, but I don't I don't understand why the champion's so big. You can say I love gold. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I, I agree with the champion part. I didn't even think about that. I don't like I'm parsing words here. I don't like how it says champion and not championship. The championship belt. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's, it's redundant, as you said, to just say champion. Yeah. And, yeah, there's no uh, flag back, backdrop like we had with the... Uh, we've be, we become accustomed to with the old titles uh, for the U.S. championship. Now, just I doesn't the word champion have the flag outline? Uh, there's a flag somewhere... It's not a big flag. No. There's a there's a cool eagle. There's a uh, there's a rock flag and eagle? Yeah, there's a cool eagle, but uh <clears throat> Let's see. A lot of people are drawing connections to uh Trump with this eagle, which is I I think it's extremely dumb to me. I don't understand that. I don't know, he made like some shirt that has an eagle on it that people say looks similar to the eagle in the, uh, in like the Nazi symbol. Or like this big Nazi thing that used to be behind Hitler. And it's like, dude, you can't, like, people are just so ridiculous, like you can't make that connection. Like, there's eagles in all over American culture. Like, you can't, you can't just say like... Like, whatever your political affiliation is, like, it doesn't matter. You just can't draw the connection between Trump having a fucking eagle on his shirt to the to the Hitler eagle. Like, if that's the case, like, it looks like a classic eagle that, you know, from, like, tattoo culture, like, from Americana tattoos. Like, everybody that has that eagle on their arm is, is Hitler. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So... A lot of people saw this eagle on this title and was like, oh, it looks like Trump's eagle. It's like, no, it looks like every eagle. Eric, you need to get <laughs> off Facebook. I know. <laughs> uh, here, I'm, I think my internet's working. I'm going to be able to pull this up. The old one was cool, uh-huh. though. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I like the old one. I mean, it, it was definitely time for an update, but the old one was cool. I think... I mean, it wasn't that old. We've seen it since we've started watching wrestling. It's less than five years. Right? Yeah, but... Well, no... Oh, you mean it's been new since then? That belt... That old belt was... Like, when was that belt in in the loop? Uh, What was its reign? Somebody said, like, 11 years. Oh. Oh, never mind. I thought we saw a new U.S. title since we had been watching wrestling. So I thought it was a five years and under belt type of belt. Uh, So I got a picture of it. It's got a flag, like, behind the eagle, but all you can see is the stripes. There's no... Oh, and then the stars are above where it says U.S. champion. But there's no blue. On the new title? Yeah, there's no blue. So the stripes are red and white, but there's no blue up by the stars. So it's a Where's Waldo belt. Yeah, it's there's the only colors are red, white, black, and gold. 
interesting. Eric, two other things I need to get to real quick. Okay. Uh, the re-debut of Kyrie Sane. She's back. Where'd she go? She uh, was, quote-unquote, injured from when Nia Jax attacked her when she was playing a recorder. Oh, okay. A couple weeks back when uh, Nia and Asuka were having their feud. Okay. Uh, she came back and had a match with uh, Sasha Banks. Kyrie is an amazing wrestler. She's getting better and better each day. She looks really good in this match. Um, and it's looking like we're probably going to have a, a women's tag team championship. If that wasn't already set at Extreme Rules, it might be now. Who is it? It'd be the Kabuki Warriors versus Sasha and Bailey. Oh, so we get the so the Kabuki Warriors are still kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I said re-debut with Kyrie Singh with uh, out any context. Sasha and Bailey were talking shit, and Asuka came out, and they're like, "What are you gonna do about it? You're all alone." She's like, "No, no, I'm not alone." And then Kyrie popped out, and yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Um. So that that's that's something to keep a lookout for. I'm not sure if there's a match in Extreme Rules or not, but we'll see. Also, in the DMAC Dolph thing, uh, Dolph was uh, bringing up a lot of history, talking about backstabbing back in the day when they had a trio. Uh, DMAC apparently backstabbed Dolph. Uh, he's been ungrateful. And then he brought out wrestling free agent Heath Slater. Okay, legendary jobber. Who was not in kayfabe. He was not talking about kids, but he was talking about kids. He said, I'm trying to provide for my family, not, not the 20 kids that all these people think I have, but my two little daughters. <laughs> you know, get, getting emotional, because apparently yeah. uh, when Mac was on the down and outs of WWE, Heath Slater called him to... Uh, like, help him out and console him and shit. And now that D-Mac's on top of the world, and Heath Slater got canned thanks to COVID, uh, he was expecting the same thing. So they were kind of working in a little shoot there. Okay, I like that. And he, want, he, wanted, a, he wanted a match with uh, D-Mac over it, and D-Mac just squashed Heath. And then Dolph was getting mad at Heath because apparently Dolph put Heath Slater up to this. He's like, you blew it. You're supposed to beat him up. You didn't do your job. So clearly, like, this is all just inner workings for Dolph to get to DMAC. But it all blew up in Dolph's face. Uh, Heath got beaten. And then as he was trying to, as Dolph was trying to yell at Heath, DMAC gave him a taste of the Claymore. Okay. And this is all just setting up for the DMAC uh, Dolph uh, Extreme Rules match, which Dolph is yet to announce a stipulation for. So you think Heath Slater like is going to stick around, or you think this is a one-time deal for now? No, that, that seemed to be a one-and-done. Yeah. I mean, who knows, but yeah, uh, as far as I can see, that was just... Uh, Dolph brought him in to do a job, and he failed to do the job. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, we 3MB was like in the dark ages for us, right? You don't remember them? No. I, I, I'd like to see some of their shit, because people do like to talk about them. They must have been something good. It, it was who now? It was Dolph, D-Mac, and... No, it was uh, D-Mac, Heath Slater, and uh, uh, Jinder Mahal. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. The workhorse. And they look totally different. Like What, what, what an odd couple. It's just hilarious looking. Heath has the long hair, so he looks really different. Jinder has really short hair. And then, uh, and just much younger. And then D-Mac is young as hell, baby face. No, no facial hair. Oh, yeah. I've never seen pictures of that D-Mac. They look hilarious. That's about (laughs) all I got from Raw. I do believe Big Show is still around somehow. (laughs) Big Show was on uh, the the episode of Nitro from '98. Heck of a career. I'm sorry, you cut now. What are you saying? I said uh, he was on the episode of Nitro. Heck of a career. Oh, was he really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. '98, man. He was the giant at that time. Full circle. Yeah. Uh, see, that, anything else, Jeff? Nah, no, that, that, that's about it. Next week will be the go-home shows. Yeah, next uh, week. Raw and SmackDown, and we'll have our Extreme Rules here next week. Big show next week. We got uh, Cooking with Short Shorts as well. Oh, Cooking with Short Shorts and a prediction show? Yeah, that's a big one. All right. Summertime fights. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, thank you for that breakdown. It's kind of, I don't know if this is good or not that you just come on here and explain to me what's going on in wrestling. (laughs) But uh, we'll get through it eventually. Yeah. Wrestling will get through it too. In a couple of weeks, I'll be able to get back to watching and we won't have to do it like that. But I'm glad that you're telling me what the fuck's going on. I wish I could do a better job of it, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Uh, uh, Happy belated birthday again, Jeff. Thanks, Sus. And um, we'll see you next week, okay? Huh? Sounds good. Alright, night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't don't understand. Good. Okay. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.